Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back for another episode of Full Steam Ahead. Where we discuss all things STEM with a twist of art. Our goal is to encourage the next generation of STEM leaders. Bring our experiences to life and... Encourage you to reach your full potential. Our objective is to... Put a spotlight on individuals who have majored or worked in... STEM fields, but leverage themselves into... Their passion, while also incorporating art. This includes, but is not limited to... To music, photography, videography, painting, drawing, and speaking. Good afternoon. Good morning. Hello. Hola. I don't know any other languages. Besides that, no other ways to say welcome to another episode of Full Steam Ahead. Uh, thank you for joining us today. I've got Matt and Brill with me today. Well, maybe I should say Diggs since you've got Diggs in your, in your, in your title right now. Um, but uh, we're back for another episode. Let's get excited. Woo! All right. So we're going to kind of dive into something a little different today. Um, first, I want to ask, have any of y'all been to the Met Gala before? Or do y'all know what the Met Gala is? I definitely know what it is, but I've never been. You got to be like. Yeah, you know, no, you got to be you gotta, elite. You got to know people. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got to be gotta be yeah. famous <laughs> elite like yeah i'm i'm trying to get there one day one day y'all gonna, gonna see me on yeah, the red carpet eventually one day yeah, we're gonna pull up <laughs> i might be like 50 or 60 but it's gonna happen <laughs> better late than never um, yep but i really had no real reason to bring that up uh except that the word met when i hear the word met it reminds me of the met gala and i think i want to say gonna but somebody has a song called met gala that re- reminds me of that all that to say that today we're going to talk about the metaverse because it's something that's really new. And also when I hear metaverse, I hear Met Gala popping my head. All right. So, um, but before we dive into the metaverse, what it is, how it's impacting the STEAM and the STEM world and some opportunities that are there, we're going to jump into Lessons in the Trap uh, or a.k.a. our lit segment. So, um, who wants to go ahead and, and pop off with the song or do y'all want me to go first? I can go first. You can go ahead. Or okay. you can go first. Ladies first in okay. 2022. Well, thank you. Or uh, always, always, always ladies first. Always ladies first, but thank you for being a gentleman. Um, so I chose Transparent Soul by Willow Smith. Um, I okay. think because I don't have social media, I tend to kind of grasp onto things a little later than the rest of our society so i kind of discovered this song was it november december of um last year and i've just been vibing to it i've been kind of i don't know just kind of like really in my own zone lately just really in my head kind of like keeping to myself just really trying to like figure out you know what the meaning to life is what my purpose is all that stuff and so when I came across this song it was like really touching um, because you know the hardest thing to face is ourselves and that not only includes you know all the good things that we you know know and love about ourselves but it also includes the bad and so just kind of like digging through um, the trenches if you will just trying to like unload and unpack some of those dark darker sides of me um this song came right in time and um should i read some lyrics 
Well, basically, it goes. You can if you want. Um, it goes transparent, so I can see right through. Just so you know. And then she repeats that, but um, I really liked the part where she said, I knew a girl just like you. She was vain just like you, such a pain just like you, and everybody knows the truth. And also, it's clear to me now, you're scared of me, wow. It's clear to me now, transparent soul. And I don't know. I think the song is pretty self-explanatory, if you ask me, but it was really just kind of like, touching and it, it was really um relevant to my life when i found it so that's what i've been vibing on this new okay. year nice yeah okay. i actually i love what willow smith is doing right now the new sound she's come out with um yeah i know you don't you're not on social media but i i did a uh, like a watercolor painting like of her like with the with these song lyrics oh dope um mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm a big fan of the Smith family in general, but yeah, Jaden Willow and yeah, I love this new sound she's coming out with the, the rock, uh, you know, okay. the rock vibes or whatever. So it's really suits cool. her. and I'm glad you picked the song. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Is is that your lessons in the trap too, Matt? Y'all. Yeah, I'm just gonna piggyback off that, you know, for sure. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I th- that sounds like a, I need to actually listen to the song. I might have already heard it before, but um, mm-hmm. I need to go ahead and check that out. Um, mine is actually um, off of. Mine is how you did that by Gunna off of his his new album uh, was DS DS Forever, and there's really no I didn't I don't have any lyrics or anything specifically that that say okay like this lyric resonates maybe like with me but more so just the title of the song and, and, and throughout the song he's saying how did you do this him and it's a Gunna featuring Kodak Black. And um, throughout the song, he's he's saying how how'd you do certain things, and it just resonated with me, and said okay, like there's things that we go through in life, and people will ask you how did you do that, how did you get to this point, or like with with this amount of money, how did you make this happen, or with this amount of knowledge, how did you get to this point, you know? And it really just spoke to me in terms of, um, or maybe this is what I took from it, like you can your starting point doesn't have to be your ending point and you really can can do what you what you put your mind to it's a little cliche but that's that's what i took from it that's real nice yep love it all right so now that we we've knocked out our lessons in the trap let's move on ahead to our nature versus nurture section and bro i'll let you go ahead and tackle that yeah so um as i said earlier i've been kind of like sitting back just kind of like digging through um getting kind of like introspective and so that's where this first nurture versus nature came from um which is if you could time travel would you want to meet your distant ancestors or your distant descendants distant ancestors or distant descendants descendants? so the people who come after you Mm mm-hmm that descend oh. from you okay mm-hmm. okay that's so interesting that that's is good question. very yeah. i think um hmm, there's a lot of there's like a big part of me that obviously wants to go back and meet my ancestors but i kind of want to see what's happening in the future too you know i think right. um i think i want to move forward i want to see what's going on like in, in the future my my descendants my future distant descendants i should say mm. yeah 
Um, especially so, with this topic we have going on too with the metaverse like what's going mm-hmm. on with the metaverse uh 30 40 50 years from now or whatever whatever we whatever distant is uh considered yeah so when you say all right so when you say your yeah, ancestors like they have to be related to you or like does ancestors include like the dinosaurs and you know like i was different galaxies and yeah stuff that happened I, 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 I wasn't thinking that far out but yeah no i was thinking <laughs> people that are you know the bloodline in your bloodline okay okay um james said the dinosaurs i think i think i think i'm with the, the reason I say that is because I'm because I really got questions. Like I always tell myself, like when I get to heaven, I got questions for God. Like, bro, how did this happen, or why did these different things not happen? So I kind of want to know what happened to get to certain points. But then I also with Matt Matt's point, I want to I do want to see what comes next. Like, will there be flying cars? Or I mean, I guess that's kind of not too far from where we are now with self driving cars. Um, or you know. What's are we gonna be able to just trans transport from one place to another without having to drive? Like, are they gonna be you know just different? Uh, what's this thing called? Like portals where you just walk in and then you end up on the other side right. of the earth. You know, I so I think I'll say uh, distant descendants because I also want to see what what my little what my super however far grandkids and mm-hmm. what everybody's looking like. Hopefully they keeping the family name you know up to par. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Nice, nice. Well, I guess I'm the odd one out here. I want to see what was what was happening ancestors. before me. Yeah, I'm really interested in meeting the okay. ancestors and figuring out, you know, what led to me. Okay, That's for cool. sure. Got you. The next one is um, Netflix or YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. Why? Me why too. YouTube, James? I just, I low key, I, I can't tell you the last time I watched Netflix. What? Yeah. So, I, I can. It, it was like sometime in November or some, or maybe early December. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm a YouTube. I like, I love watching music videos. Um, I watch a lot. I watch podcasts. I watch sermons. I watch, um, I watch. I, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube, so I can literally I can get lost on YouTube. Netflix, I just don't. I like Netflix, and there are times when I'm into Netflix, but I'm just not not all the way into it like like YouTube. That's so surprising. I actually thought this was kind of a hard question when I first you know read it. Um, mm-hmm. And the only reason why I'm going with YouTube because uh, YouTube University, like. You know, there's so much stuff you can learn just by going on YouTube and searching it. And literally, right. like, uh, Crystal, my fiance and I, we uh, learned how to install hardwood and vinyl plank floors, like, watching YouTube. Like, wow. just going off and, like, figuring out how to do sure. stuff. And that's what we're working on, like, right now. So, it's just cool, like, everything you can learn off of YouTube. Um, but Netflix, obviously, you can get sucked into Netflix, too. Um the new season of Ozark just came out, uh, and you know all those different things. It's easy to get wrapped up in the Netflix, but but I do, I am going with YouTube as well for sure. Yeah, I'm a YouTube kind of girl too. Kind of piggybacking off of what Dig said, I love getting lost in the sauce. I click on one and then I end up somewhere completely different, and I like that. But Netflix doesn't quite have the same effect on me it's cool 
when I find my show, but I don't have shows very often unless I come across it on YouTube. Maybe somebody's reviewing a show and then I'll be like, oh, what's this about? And then I'll be into Netflix, but Netflix doesn't grasp me the same way YouTube does. Okay. Gotcha. Nice. And the last one, Mac or PC? PC. Well, I got a Mac, so go with Mac. Yeah, I'm team Mac too. I don't really think there needs any explanation. You're basic. Thank, thank you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's basic? PC or Mac? PC. Come They're on, basic? PCs Man, are basic. Y'all are wilding right now. PCs are not, they don't no. keep the user in mind. They're not very nice to look at. I mean, I could go on and on, but I'll stop there. I personally hate looking at Macs. What? How? Like just all that stuff at the bottom that y'all have? Nah, give me a menu to click. No, it's easy access. That's they're keeping the user in mind. Easy access to your to your programs. Nope. Yeah, the whole <laughs> okay. Mac no. aesthetic is just super clean. All the lines are clean. I have the uh whatever this latest MacBook Pro is with the like uh the digital scroll bar at the top of it. Oh, you fancy. I love it. It's cool. Nice. I wondered how those True. were. I don't think I've met anybody with one, but cool. Oh, okay. I, okay. I just upgraded. I, I was in need for upgrade, so. Um, gotcha. This was my first Mac uh, device outside of the iPhone. Oh, nice. Well, welcome. Welcome. Th- thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, James. Well, <laughs> that let's, go ahead and, let's go ahead and jump into our boss segment blowing off some steam where we talk about something that um you know probably made us upset made us feel some type of way but because we are bosses we find our way around it we find ways to deal with it and we resolve the issue or sometimes the issue can't be resolved but we still deal with it all right um i can kick this one off or real you can kick it off or matt um but yeah go ahead mine is go ahead you say go ahead Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got it. Okay, mine is short and simple. Um, having to work on Fridays. I'm ready for these these four-day weeks. I know it's been talk about, like, different companies doing different studies. But just something about, like, I watched a video. And just something about we spend more time. We spend more time. We spend more days at work than we do, like, resting and recovering. Mm-hmm. I think it was Trevor Noah that, that mentioned it. But, yeah, my blowing off steam is... These companies need to give us Fridays off. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Ditto. I mean, that's got to be like a like a, like a standard that's set by the government, right? I mean, I say by the government, but... Um, yeah, good luck with you that. Know, and you look at other, other countries, there are other countries that have like the four-day work mm-hmm. weeks and whatnot, or I think they're working lesser hours in a day, right? And like... Yeah, yeah. There was um, New Zealand, Japan, Spain. Um, we're all trying testing out pilots. Actually, Microsoft, I believe it was in the U.S. They um, tried out um, the four-day work week, and data revealed that productivity improved and employees were overall more satisfied, um, which I think speaks to. Um, like our humanity 
as humans. Like we're not robots. This isn't the industrial revolution. You know, we we need time to recover, rest, reconnect with others. Um, so yeah, I'm all for it. But yeah, well, I try not to be pessimistic, but this is a capitalistic society, and. Uh, What about um so mine is mine is about telework so first let me ask are y'all able to telework at your jobs meaning like work from home yeah excuse me yeah work from home yeah yes i've been this t- the whole time i've had this job i've been working from home really wow i started in the pandemic that's awesome my you, i actually just quit my job and um but i started a new one in a few weeks just taking time off the rest but the job that i had previously i was able to work remotely like i worked four days a week and so three three of those days were from home and one of those days i was i was required to go in which okay i dreaded but (laughs) i did it (laughs) it's like if you can't congratulations well thank you Sorry, I was going to say, if you can, if I can yeah, work remotely, thank you. If I can work remotely, why not let me work remotely? Like, why force me to go in that one day? But yeah. I don't make the rules. For sure. So I work at the shipyard and I get it. Like, we're part of like Department of the Navy, Department of the Defense. And we do a lot of critical work that supports like the mission mm-hmm. of the United States. So I, I understand right. like... Uh, why they are very strict about our telework policy but at least at my job they're not like very uh like it's not a standard policy across the board it's kind of up to like whatever department you're in and so in my department although we are engineering department they're not they don't have us on a like rotational telework schedule we're like required to come into the office and so i'm like to me, it just doesn't make much sense, especially during the pandemic. And um, like, if you're able to telework, uh, and it, you're, you know, saving money for the government because you're not utilizing as much like uh, utility expenses, like all this other stuff, and you can work more productively from home. Like, it's a no-brainer to me to at least have some sort of telework policy. Um, but yeah, we don't really have that right now, so. Uh, for me, that's that's me salty. blowing off some steam. Yeah, I'm a little salty, <laughs> especially when I see like other groups that have mm-hmm. it, and then we don't. I'm like, come on. Uh, I, I feel you. Yeah, if they're watching this, I might get fired. Hopefully, they don't see this. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll fire you just for blowing off some steam about it. Right. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I feel you. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe what we're about to discuss can help. Um, get you over the hump of you know and maybe allow you to work from home or maybe even work from Antarctica or you know Australia or something and not actually even have to leave your home so we're gonna jump into our main topic with that said and today we'll be we'll be discussing the metaverse right Um, we see there's a lot of chatter about different things that are going on with the metaverse, how people are planning for it. We've even got um, Facebook and, and Microsoft are making some pretty pretty big changes right now. And Facebook has apparently changed their name to Meta now instead of Facebook, which 
is very interesting. And I feel like I believe they had to buy that name from someone. Um, so, you know, let's 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 go right into it. Um, the how familiar are you all with with the metaverse? I'm somewhat familiar with it. I mean, I'm 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 really starting to follow more closely now. Uh, mm-hmm. After seeing a lot of the stuff kind of take off, especially like you know with the Facebook announcement, uh, cryptocurrency has been kind of taken off here lately, and uh, I'm following more pages about the metaverse. So I'm somewhat familiar right. of what's kind of going on now. Okay. Yeah, I have I a. Think... Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you you got it. I was... I was um, just going to say I have like a very kind of basic understanding of what it is. I've seen Ready Ready Player One. And so I imagine it's similar to that movie. Um, But I've been looking at different articles and videos on YouTube about it. Um, Yeah, it just seems just like a VR world that you just never leave. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think um, I don't I don't know a whole lot about it. I'm just going to be be frank. I know a little bit here and there, but um, from what I understand, if you ever played uh, games like Roblox, Fortnite and uh, Minecraft and even done, I guess, um, what's that game? Uh, Ghost Recon, um, Call of Duty. You play those different games. That's. I guess like similar to the metaverse because you're you're playing people in different in different places, mm. um, and you know different different things like that. But I guess um, one of one of the biggest things that I want to know about the metaverse is okay, like how far are they really trying to take this? You know, like do we really want to access everything from a different place? Like, do you really want to be, you know, going to bars and clubs in the metaverse or like how how does yeah. how does that play out? Um, a lot of people have said this is the next internet and I don't know if I'm all the way cool with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not at all. I, I don't want to be, but who knows? Shoot. It might be lit. So I'll reserve, um, (laughs) my, I guess, comments about whether or not I'll participate, but I don't, I don't anticipate participating. (laughs) I'll say that, but shoot, if it's lit, if it's anything like ready player one, have you guys seen that movie? I actually no. haven't seen it yet. Oh my actually, god! Actually, when you said that, I thought you were I thought you were saying real player, like real player one, uh-uh. real player from back in the day. <laughs> no, ready y'all remember play. that? Um, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, okay. no, I don't. Um, no, y'all have to see Ready Player One. It's basically the metaverse. Like I had always wondered. So in in the movie, I'm not gonna give, give away any spoilers, but in the movie, it's basically you know all these people engulfed in like this virtual world, right? But they have like real lives too, and so mm-hmm. the movie like perfectly like married the two worlds. And I had always wondered if something like that could happen in real life. And then talks of the metaverse came, and I'm like, oh my god, this is Ready Player One, like coming mm. into fruition like I need to write that down. you guys have to watch that it's a it's a good movie i have so many okay. thoughts right now but i'm like back to the first like statement of like are we cool with it i'm definitely on board with the idea of like this virtual <laughs> reality space i think it's i think it's cool and i think like you know back in the day when people were saying like they didn't understand the internet and like they didn't see like how it could be beneficial to people or like where it could take us like to where we are right now um i think like the same thing is going to happen with uh 
like the metaverse or web three, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I watch a lot of Gary V. Y'all know Gary V, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he's no, I mean, obviously I he's don't. like, I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send you a link to his page, but he's like big into it, okay. and he's all like about tech, um, tech. He's he like, um, he's an investor in Twitter, I think, and Snapchat and got in those stuff early because he saw like the potential for it to blow up and so he's doing a lot of that stuff now with like nfts um and yeah he's all about you know the metaverse and and where it's gonna go so we'll see what happens um as far as like i think the thing i'm scared about um y'all remember y'all seen the matrix right um yeah and everyone's living in like what we found out was the matrix like with this artificial world and when neo uh took whatever pill he took and he was taken out of the matrix and they're like i don't know in like canyons and like nothing nothing is actually what it was like what it seemed to be like the matrix Mm -hmm. was like this everything was like city like clean like whatnot but then this other, like the real space that they're supposed to be in, it was all like distraught. It was kind of like archaic, like the way they were living. And mm-hmm. so one of the things I'm thinking of is people are going to spend so much money, like investing into this virtual world that like maybe we like start lacking on actually keeping up like with the infrastructure. The real the world. The real world. Yeah. Like, Bro, you're going to be driving on the highway one day <laughs> and then just fall off. And then, because right. people are not gonna be that, and, and that that's one of my concerns. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's uh, that's open for conversation. But that's kind of that's like in the back of my head one of the fears I do have about the metaverse. But I, I doubt that that would happen. So I don't yes. doubt that. And what? <laughs> okay, I have I have two concerns. One of them I don't. It might not all the way make sense. But there's this movie, and I don't remember the name of it. But it's it's a scary movie. And it was like something about it was a game. You were in the game, right? And if you died in the game, then you died in real life, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, how much of this metaverse stuff play is actually is going to play into real life? And because like we like we've seen Fortnite, Roblox, some of these games are are already in the I guess in the they're already in what they are calling the metaverse. I don't want somebody to set up a code somewhere where if I die in this game, that I'm going to die in real life. And maybe I might, I might be speaking from an ignorant perspective right now because I don't know all about it. But these are just things, things that I'm thinking about. On top of that, I want to know how much of it plays into into like the STEM world, into the into the STEM and STEAM world. Like how does how does this affect us and our jobs, right? And like you said, if you if all this money is going into the metaverse, then how much of it is actually being put into roads? Like, yeah, okay, you put $6 million into a road that goes through the metaverse or for people to see in the metaverse, but what happens in the real world? Is it just going to crumble? You know, what happens to our jobs? You know, where, where do we where do we go from there? So I think there's a lot to be uh, questioned and a lot that probably needs to be thought about. Um, you know, I think a lot of a lot of things have to happen. I think I think it opens up a lot of opportunities as far as the STEM world goes actually like infrastructure is always going to be key you know um, but I, I think the more we move into like this digital space mm-hmm. the more like the STEM 
our STEM fields will need to be focused more into like into you know technology, internet, uh, like that digital space. Um, even like they're talking about how uh, like all the energy it takes to um, run these different uh, uh, what do you call the like the drive like. like the actual like like the the data centers yeah yes the data center and they're talking about how it's like bad for the environment like so there's there's gonna be a whole another space for you know what what kind of restrictions are we going to put on this stuff so that we can still meet like our environmental regulations and stuff like that too so i think there's yeah if if you think about it if you think about it from the perspective of space and because there's already data centers like all of our companies you know they for us to access our networks our different documents and stuff like that 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 stuff has to be housed somewhere right and there's and companies like facebook and um well instagram's owned by facebook but, but facebook twitter um these big powerhouse companies they have to have data centers somewhere right so they've got to have all these computers and and i don't know all the all the details fully but somewhere to house all this information that has to be processed right and so when you add that to it that means there's going to be more of it which i guess now that i'm thinking about it that's that would be good technically for the stem world and even for if you want to break it down specifically for civil engineers because more data centers equals more infrastructure more buildings that have to be built you got to have a way to transport that but then also what comes along with it is what happens if if, it, if one is lacking if you're lacking you're, you're you're building it up and one of, yeah you've got these nice buildings that are going to hold the data centers and then you're putting money into the metaverse itself but then what happens if the if the infrastructure in the real world that you're using to transport things aren't getting from place to place in time or you have crumbling roads that I think is it becomes a whole another you know like circular thing that mm-hmm. you, things that you have to think about. Yeah, for sure. I was gonna say that one of my concerns is like losing um, touch with like humanity. I think that mm-hmm. one of so Jaron Lanier, which I've talked about before, he is actually like the father of virtual reality. And he talked about, if I'm remembering correctly, he talked about creating like this world because he had such like a tumultuous like life, like his parents passed and was just bullied. And and so he created this new world because the real world was just so terrible. And I think that that's good to an extent, like we all practice some sort of like escapism but when it gets to a point where this is like your entire life I think I think you know issues are like bound to rise up um yeah and I and I think like if we are losing touch with humanity then we won't be thinking about the environment we won't be thinking about you know other issues like poverty or you know the food shortages in the world and things like that so i think that's Mm -hmm. what i'm mainly concerned about like people losing touch with like the like real humans here like we're not we're if they're engulfed in this virtual world and we're just all avatars like what does that do to you psychologically when you go to school and you right. don't see this person as human. You see them as like, you know, oh, you know, Cleo two four five. 
and you know you can shoot you can shoot them because of it right i mean that's why they put like all those regulations on like the the video games right because the kids were like playing them and they became like less sensitized or desensitized rather to like the violence in them and they were blaming like school shootings possibly on those right. you know that's that's what i think of and so that's also why i don't want to see my descendants <laughs> Because oh, I, I am I am afraid of what is to come later with all of this technology, honestly. Mm. That's that's a, that's real. And I to to piggyback off of that, um I I get concerned about like health wise because I because I'm thinking, okay, if if you're not actually going anywhere, you're not actually going to do the workout or you're not walking to the bus stop or or walking to get your car or whatever like what happens to health wise like is everybody gonna gain weight like are you getting less steps each day what's you know how does that affect it or would you actually be you know like would you still be moving and stuff like as much uh, i think yeah so i think there's gonna be a few different options to go about it y'all seen like the oculus virtual reality headsets mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so um obviously it's probably not the same as going out and getting a full-blown workout but um you know you've seen people like do play the boxing games and stuff up there or like even like with the wii where they actually mm -hmm. make you get up now and, like you have to like actually swing at stuff um mm -hmm. to play the games like i think you'll see more of that um in the metaverse so there i think there'll still be some activity obviously i think there's still gonna be opportunity for people to just sit down at a desk and click a mouse and do stuff too but you know right. we'll see um i, I do want to say one more i guess like condescending thing about the, the metaverse before like we talk about some more exciting stuff but like <laughs> what brill was talking about with the avatars i think that so i just imagine like obviously like when we first got social media and stuff and like there it's opened up like online dating and whatnot um you would imagine like that's going to happen in the metaverse too like but instead of seeing the real person it's going to be a freaking avatar of like you know how this person thinks of themselves or like you know how they want to create right. themselves right. in the metaverse and so um yeah i gotta watch ready player one it's it's cool to have like you know the, the, like a pen pal or you know you know whatever you want to call someone you're pal. cool with on social media. Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. What happens when you know that those connections get more serious and you want to meet up with this person in real life and it's like okay this is not who I thought it was going to be and obviously you could probably share real pictures but still you know it's one of those things you got to be careful. It's going to get there's going to be opportunities for a lot of people who want to do like bad stuff up there too, I think. Yeah. I don't think it's any different yeah. from what's going on now though. Like catfishing right. is a thing. Yeah. I'm yeah. still trying to figure out how people are still getting catfished. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> how do you know if somebody's sending you their real pictures? I don't know. That's but yeah, that, mean, that's, yeah. that's another concern that I have like in terms of like safety, but I specifically think of like children who are going to be in the metaverse like what are the regulations that's going to be put on kids like exposing them to you know pornographic imagery or you know really highly you know problematic politically charged views um at a very young age these are the types of things that i think about also once they start incorporating those like 
I saw an article where they were talking about like incorporating like um, haptic sensory um, to where you can what like like touch like you can actually okay. like feel the things in the metaverse that you're picking up like they're working on stuff uh, like yeah. that and um uh now it evades me now i don't know if i got these two mixed up or what but there was a woman who reported like being like inappropriately touched in like a, in a virtual world uh, i think and, i saw that I yeah saw that. and so yeah. it's like wow. I, i'm like what about the kids like how mm -hmm. i mean but i don't know if she could have really felt it right but yeah. what if <laughs> But what if you maybe her avatar felt it? Yeah. And then, well, surely and the it, avatar it, it showed it showed the inappropriate touching. Yeah. And then the avatar was like, "Get your goddamn hands oh, off me!" <laughs> and then she was like, "Oh shit, my avatar is it's freaking out." Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, like. But yeah, these are the nah. things that I, like worry about, like exposing kids to, you know. It, it was, yeah. I'll I'll leave it there. So do do you all think that um, COVID has helped accelerate the rollout of the metaverse, or do you think it would have happened around kind of this time period either way? I think all the you know teleworking, working from home stuff definitely accelerated like people going more virtual with their daily life, and I think that definitely had a factor in like how much we see more of like this metaverse conversation yeah yeah i don't i don't i don't know if it accelerated it it could have but maybe maybe this was already in the works and you know this just happened True. to be I, the most opportune time to release it i for sure think it was already in the works i think that when mm -hmm. when covid hit and the, the pandemic and everything happened and everybody had to go virtual it i think it like may, maybe uh, calls. I don't want to say companies just put stuff out faster because I don't think I don't think they put it out faster. But I think it it uh, it allowed for um, certain companies to adapt. Like for instance, Zoom became a lot more popular mm -hmm. in in the pandemic, and then from there you saw like a lot more people using it for different ways, using it for, th for different things. I and think integrating. It, I think it made the conversation more realistic, like because everything has been moved to more of a virtual thing like if we if COVID hadn't hit and everyone was still going to work full-time and like you know kids were still in schools all the time and people said oh we're gonna have the metaverse and we're gonna do everything in this virtual world people were like we're never gonna I mean you know yeah. maybe someday but I don't think people would take it as seriously as they're taking it right now yeah I agree this is true yeah I agree yeah. Yeah. I think people are just like really craving interaction like even if that's simulated mm -hmm. right yeah these are all great things that that got to think about I, I feel like they should there should somehow be some sort of town hall and i don't even know if that's even possible about the metaverse or i'm, I'm sure there will be ways that people will be educated on it but um you know, somehow, you know, you've got to find, we've got to find the ins and outs and figure out how different things will, will be affected. Because, yeah. you know, people will find a way to take advantage of Oh, anything. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I think it's important, like, like, Brill, you mentioned, 
you know protecting the kids and protecting people from from different things i think those are all things that are that are important to to consider I think what made the metaverse like more real to me, the way that my friend broke it down, she was basically basically saying like, you know, the metaverse is going to be a place where you and your friend, you could be your friend from across the country, it could be your friend, you know, in a different, you know, across the United States, it could be someone next door, mm-hmm. but basically, you know, you're going to get your Oculus headset on and y'all are going to say that you're going to meet up at the, uh, the meta mall that's in the metaverse or whatever or at the met gala or at the met gala yeah exactly (laughs) and yeah you're gonna you're gonna style your avatar you're gonna like hop into the mall through the metaverse and you're gonna walk around yeah you're gonna but you're gonna walk around the mall and you're gonna be able to like find clothes that you want to wear and you can pick out the clothes and and she was saying like in a real world like since like these are clothes you actually wear in real life. So you could go pick out clothes that you want to see. Mm-hmm. And then like, it's going to be like a web browser that looks like your internet. Like just like you're shopping for any clothes online right now. I'm going to need those actually... discounts though. <laughs> right. But you can actually check those clothes out and then pay for it in the metaverse using your cryptocurrency and your crypto wallet. And then uh, it'll show up to your door with Amazon, you know, by then it'll probably, you know, in a few hours, you know, on Amazon, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how she d- explained it to me. And I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that is, that is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, as we, you know, begin, begin to wrap it up, I think, I think we can, we can say that there are, um, many opportunities available in the, in the steam world for, um, for whether it's jobs or whether it's invention or different things like that, um, there's there's a lot of different ways that this the STEAM world can benefit, and I think that's very important for those of us that are in the STEAM world to start thinking about how we can position ourselves to be successful for when this rollout begins to happen quicker, or when you know parts of our life start to start to change more, and things are different. Right. Um, yeah. So, and I do want to say, as far as the Steam world and the art space right now is really popping off with the Kicking NFTs. Off. I haven't yeah. gotten all the way into it yet. I'm trying to do my research. I want to do some more stuff. Brill, I'm sure you know about what's going on with the NFT stuff mm-hmm. right now too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, all that stuff is already like taking off. Taking so off. The opportunities are definitely there and are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm one thing. I don't want us (laughs) to lose sight of the humanity here. And I stress this over and over again. Like, I think that the metaverse is going to be cool. We're probably going to have like some in, in terms of like medicine and healthcare and things like that, where, you know, we have simulated, you know, human bodies that we could practice on in order to, you know, have advances in science or healthcare and all that stuff but I don't want us to put all of our eggs in one basket because inevitably like something's gonna mess up and our world doesn't need to stop our you know our ability to do certain things doesn't need to be you know impeded because we don't have the technology I just want us to have these types of like um 
these types of things in place like once things inevitably go wrong because they will it's technology yeah i i agree with that i agree with that thank you for being our oracle today bro. <laughs> yeah. i try i try no problem <laughs> well there you have it um we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up thank you all for for tuning in um let's continue to have these conversations about about the metaverse and how things are changing continue to talk with your families your friends figure out how how you can you can benefit but also still remain a human and <laughs> i don't want to say a human but yes, keep, what i'm trying human. to what i'm trying to say is Stay keep grounded. the humane side of things in mind all right so don't think that you can work out in the metaverse lose 500 pounds wait you can't lose 500 pounds lose 50 pounds in the metaverse and just think it's just going to translate over to the the real universe you know just just keep these things in mind but let's also be continue to be on our on our heels and continue to learn more about what's going on with this new technology so thank you all for tuning in um thank we you appreciate guys it. this has been this has been another episode of full steam ahead peace peace, peace.